Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Head to geek30.com slash Amazon to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, that's geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, Domo Arigato, Mr. Miyamoto. Wait, technology can do that? Blizzard won all of the things. And bite the pillow, I'm going in dry. <laughs> Your emails and more on episode 51 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is December 11th, 2016. I'm Alex. Here's Jojo. Hello. How you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. How have you been? Very good. Yeah? You have a good weekend so far? Uh, it's, been, it's been pretty crazy. It was a boring Saturday, but otherwise, it was it was nice. Good. Good. Yeah, I was uh, hanging out at the escape room uh, yesterday with Omar. Watched Memento for the first time. Nice. Um, never seen that movie. Me either. Pretty aw- Really? Really. Okay, so I was getting crucified yesterday <laughs> for not for not having seen that movie. Well, I haven't been around escape room hurting for a while, which is also a problem. <laughs> Man, it was a really cool movie. So awesome. they play from, you know, it's in reverse. So oh, wow. you see the last scene first in the last scene of like the story first. Right. And it kind of plays out backwards. So you're you're kind of filling in all these pieces as you go. Oh wow. And it's really fascinating, really cool. Oh, wow. I'll have to so, check that out then. Huh? I'll have to check that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. And you're done with travels for the year, or are you going to keep traveling? Oh, or? I'm still traveling, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was in I was in Arizona last week, uh, Vegas for some time before that, right. um, and Vegas for fun, Arizona, I was for in more Scottsdale fun. for, for uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fun, but you know, I was out there visiting a client. Right. Um, so it was kind of leapfrog because you went to Vegas, then I went to Florida for a wedding, and then yeah. uh, you, I came back. We got I bought a new TV, and you helped me bring it home, and then you flew out to Phoenix the next morning. Yeah, the very <laughs> next morning. Yeah. Oh, and tell the people at home about that about that bar that you, that you went to, or no, no, it was the so bar it, at the it, wedding. It was right? uh, or the, at the reception. I should the, say the uh, the wedding took place in St. Augustine, Florida, and uh, the place used to be a treasury, and it, it's it's a uh, a venue now for weddings, and it's called Treasury Treasury on the Plaza, and um, they, it was a great. It was set up for the wedding and all that fun stuff, and we go to a different location for part of the reception, like kind of like the waiting area while they get ready for the reception. You go back to where the wedding was, and they took down all the curtains, and it's this big ass vault, and inside of the vault is the bar. And it looks beautiful. That's awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. He was showing me some pictures. It's really neat. Like, we were in the wedding. We didn't see it there, you know? Until yeah. they took down the... It's like, oh, that was there the whole time? That's, that's cool. <laughs> so cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Well, um, wanted to thank everybody for last episode. We had a live audience. It was really fun. We oh, had man, everybody yeah. listening in on Discord. And we've actually decided to make that a normal thing moving forward. It was such a fun idea, and we had so much uh, participation there. Why not? Yeah, so guys, look forward to uh, joining in for live episodes of the Geek 30 Happy Hour um, by going to geek30.com. I'm going to edit the website here, so you should see something that says, you know, listen live or something. And it will have a link to our Discord channel, so or our Discord server. So that means that you can, on the left, there's a big recording um, channel that you can join and listen in as we do live recordings of this show. And I mean, the website's where you can go for link to Amazon to buy your stuff, Twitter, Facebook, 
YouTube. It's got everything in one location. Yeah, and, and remember, we're coming up on the holiday season, which means that you're probably going to be doing a lot of shopping. Go do all that through Amazon. If you go to uh, geek30.com slash Amazon, uh, you can do all the shopping there, and that just helps support the show at no extra cost to you. So, um, I mean, with that, uh, JoJo, dude, you brought this beer, and I am... Yeah, I, I need, I've been waiting for you so to shut up so I can go drink more beer. With this beer. <laughs> When's the next segment going to happen? Oh, right now. Here's okay. the beer segment. Here we go. Geek study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Cold. All of a sudden, it dropped thirty degrees. What the hell? I know it's like freezing outside. Literally, no. It's, it's not like figuratively. It's no, actually it's, like twenty degrees outside. Yeah, it's it's really it's actually <laughs> below freezing. Right here what in the, the DC area. That's I went wild. to work on Friday and there was an icicle in the garage, the parking garage I'm I'm, I'm working out of. Well, I'm not working out of the parking garage, but Dang. outside the building that I'm at. So it's already um, to a point where water's freezing outside. And it wasn't like that like a week ago. Yeah. It was in the 60s or it 70s. It was, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like a week, a week and a half ago, it felt like spring. Right, exactly. Just weird, man. We're in a weird um, time of the year. And it, it feels like it's getting worse and worse. As like the years go on, you know, maybe like climate change or something. Oh, it's it's not a thing. I, no, <laughs> that's a joke. Please don't. Yeah, just kidding, everybody. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Please don't. I, I yeah, no, I'm not gonna get political here. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna get away from that political topic and talk about this awesome beer we're drinking. And it's uh, we feel like we've taken a, a breaks from your typical microbrewery situation. We're drinking a Guinness product, right? Um, but not actual Guinness. No, no, this is Guinness Antwerpen. Is that how you say it? It sounds like, yeah, Antwerpen. Antwerpen? Yeah. So uh, the story of Guinness Antwerpen, according to their website, it says, when uh, the Belgian brewing industry was suffering from the impact of World War II, John Martin created Guinness Antwerpen. It was the first imported to... Um, Oh, it was first imported to Belgium in 1944 and thankfully managed to survive the war. Since then, it has uh, become a sought-after specialty beer. The rich, smoky, malty taste is balanced with a sweet, fruity finish. And although uh, light and creamy in texture, it's still unmistakably, uh, unmistakably, unmistakably <laughs> part of the Guinness family. So cheers to this. Cheers. God, I just everything about this is so perfect to me. It's not a nitro beer, no, but it it's smooth like a nitro beer. So yeah, let's um, let's talk about the aroma, the flavor, and all that sort of stuff according to their website. Aroma is roasted barley, butterscotch, toffee, and black currant. Currant, currant, black currant. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not that sophisticated. Um, Nor am I. The flavor is full-bodied roasted coffee flavor with uh, bitter chocolate, salty licorice, molasses, and dark flute, flute, fruit accents. What the hell is wrong with my English today? Because uh, this is 8%, so. I, yeah, I guess. That, that's the other thing. It's 8% ABV. Um, it's creamy and light in texture, smooth with a gentle effervescence and warming mouthfeel. <laughs> mouthfeel. Mm. Uh, so, and let's talk about how dark this thing is very very dark that, you, I mean, can't you can't see through it you you yeah like i'm holding up to the light you can't see through it at all right but the the first thing um when i tried this i i talked about like there's definitely definitely that bitter chocolate yes but it tastes like wine almost like right. there's a there's actually um a dark cherry sort right. of flavor that goes along with it, it tastes like chocolate covered cherries exactly so it doesn't it's weird it is a bitter chocolate, but 
it doesn't taste like a bitter. It, it tastes no. just like regular chocolate, yeah. not like milk chocolate or whatever, but it just tastes like chocolate, you know? Yeah. And it, it's it's so smooth in there. You get some of the brightness from like, you know, the, the uh, I guess, black, black currant and whatnot, um, the fruitiness. Uh, there's there's a, a sweetness to it and the aroma is amazing on here. It really, it smelled, that's the first thing I did when right. I poured this. I smelled it. I looked at JoJo. I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> oh, I'm going to love it. And I did. I and love this, is, this beer, man. This is dangerous. I could drink this as easily as a regular Guinness, which is 4.2%. And this is 8%. This is double the alcohol volume, and it's as easy to drink. It's scary. It's very drinkable. Dangerous, yeah. Very drinkable. <laughs> so we'll see what happens after we get through a couple of these. I'm staying stay tonight here, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you need, brother. You, you do it. <laughs> Um, oh, and, and something else I'll mention because I realized I didn't say it earlier. If you guys are interested in listening live, um, the, the schedule that, that we're aiming for is going to be Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, um, you know, all that again will be posted on our website. Go to geek30.com if you'd like to listen in live. Um, bring your own beer. Let us know what you're drinking as we're uh, doing uh, doing the recording. And so, uh, with that, we actually have some fun news topics we're going to yes, talk about, do. right? Yes. We got some stuff involving uh, Nintendo yes. and um, some technology. cool stuff happening yeah. in technology in general. So, here is the news. So, Jojo, you know, Nintendo is probably one of our favorite things yes. to talk about, Absolutely. isn't it? Now, uh, Aside from Star Wars. Aside, yeah, actually, Star Wars is probably our favorite <laughs> thing to talk about. But other than that, video games in general are, are really uh, near and dear to our hearts, yes. uh, especially when it comes to Nintendo news. And it was really fun watching Jimmy Fallon uh, play the new Super Mario Run. Super Mario Run? Super Mario Go. Why am I, I blanking? I think Super Mario Run. Super Mario, right. Super Mario, run, yeah, run, yes. So uh, you know that I have a notification set for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually said you you can go if you're on. Um, I don't know. This is at least for iOS. For iOS. If you go to the App Store, you can um, be alerted for whenever it becomes available. And it was really fun watching that game in action. Yes. It, you can play it with one hand, so you can have a beer in the other hand, or or like um, Miyamoto did. He had uh, increasingly bigger cakes in yeah. his other hand. <laughs> we'll, we'll post a video of that too. That's really funny. So he was he was talking about how he was touting the fact that you could play it with one hand, and of course, inappropriate things come to mind. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not a multitasker like you are, sir. <laughs> I make the most of it. So <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> the um, it, it looked like a lot of fun though, man. It's just simple mario and all you do right. is just tap the screen and he jumps and he can you know jump from wall to wall so you can um climb uh different terrains and it looks really great right so w- what was your thought when you were watching jimmy fallon um play that um he was very nervous because he was apparently um on stage because like you're you, you're better than that man <laughs> you're talking to nicole kim about mario kart come on you're better than that <laughs> uh, i was laughing because i know he's better and i think he was messing up because he had too many nerves going on because it's mario run with um ray fiends not ray fiends um ralph or whatever his name is something uh who's oh this uh the the president yeah. of the... reggie yeah reggie reggie um Philome. yeah that's right yeah, it's just a really weird last uh name um and uh I think he had a little bit of, of, of nerves there, but he also had nerves because Miyamoto was in the audience with this little Mario Samurai shirt. Oh, that was so <laughs> cool. Rocking out. And then they ended up playing uh, the Mario theme with the roots and everything later on. That was so cool, but man. He, he had these nerves. And it's like, 
Jamie, you're, I know you're a Mario player. Yeah. You're better than this. Can we talk <laughs> yeah, about can no. we talk about Miyamoto's chops on the guitar, by the oh, way? Oh man. He's yeah. killing it. He's got some good <laughs> finger uh finger picking skills right, there. Exactly. I'm a little jealous. I need to start working on that. That was fun, man. <laughs> and I loved how the roots were just jamming out to it. Right. And it's you funny know? because um they played it normally, very staccato, you know, yeah. every note's very quick. And then they had kind of a fluid, yeah, you know, a little at the very and, end. Yeah, exactly. It was fun. Oh, gosh, it was so cool. So, so we're going to put a, a video up of both of those things. But anyway, yes. back to um, Super Mario Run. So, you know, I, I think it also uh, kind of helps us understand what Nintendo is going to be doing moving forward, especially with their focus on mobile, right? They they already committed to a big focus on mobile. So now we've seen, um, super Mario in a really cool way, right. On mobile devices. Um, while they haven't had their hand directly in it, you know, Pokemon is a, is a, is sort of in that similar vein. What do you think is going to be the next, uh, next thing to show up on, um, on mobile device under the under the Nintendo umbrella. Uh, so um, I I just recently reinstalled Mitomo actually on my phone. I got rid of okay, it for a little I, while because I've played like two minutes of it. Right, is it, any it, good it got or? better. Um, there, there's more things to do now. And so whatnot. explain it to me. Like, um, what do you do? So you got your little character. He walks around. You can actually design your own like living space now. You get wallpapers, floor things, whatever. Design the, the outfits that you're wearing for your character. Um, you can message other people. It becomes a social platform, whatever. So. I wanted to give it a second chance. There's a bunch of mini mini games in there as well. And so the second inclination of this um, is a lot more robust and it has a smaller fingerprint uh, footprint, which is kind of nice. Um, what I'm thinking is this is actually linked to my account. So things that I do is across all my accounts, my 3DS, my Nintendo Wii U, and all that fun stuff. Oh, okay. So uh, if they can do that across accounts, because there's things that I've bought on my Wii U that I was able to download on my 3DS. They're all cohesive in that manner. Sure. Yeah. Um, so why wouldn't it be a situation where, um, think about um, Sonic on Dreamcast. Um, which Sonic was oh, that? Oh, Sonic Adventure. Was it Sonic Adventures? I'm it might pretty be. sure. You, you might be right about that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. So you're, you're more right than I am. I think it was. Correct uh, us if you're wrong. Right, or exactly. if we're wrong here, folks. I'm sure but. somebody out there has got like, fingernails on their chalkboard. Yeah. It's like, no. Um, where you took the VMU away and you did things with the little Tamagotchi, you know, kind of a deal. Not little, Tamagotchi, not but it was Tamagotchi. something yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. It was basically Tamagotchi. Let's be real, guys. But, uh, yeah, basically it was. Um, but you've got something that's linked to account now. So you could have a game that you're playing, like, let's say Zelda. And then you have a small mini adventure you can have on the go. If you don't bring your Switch with you, you still have your iPhone with you, uh, your iOS device. That's true. Right now it's yeah. iOS, not Android, I believe, for Mario Run. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I think Miitomo's on both. But I think um, Mario, Super Mario Run is on, only on uh, iOS right now. But I'm thinking that they're going to have integrations uh, in a way that um, when you play a game, there'll be uh, DLC or external things you can play on your mobile device while you're away that will affect what's going on on the main game. It will be available for Android devices as well. Okay, awesome. Android in 2017. So it won't be I mean, initially. It will right. be, but not initially. Not initially. Right. So December 15th, it's this week yep. um, that we will be seeing Thursday. Super Mario Run when we go see Rogue One. We have something to play on while we're, playing, while we're watching Rogue One. The, yeah, because we're definitely going to be playing video games while we watch that there, movie. I still hold true. There better be Bothans dying in that damn movie. There, there will be. I promise. <laughs> I promise. We will not be let down by the Star Wars gods. Um, but let's talk about the second part of the the. the the show mm-hmm. uh, first off i love jimmy fallon i love everything oh, yeah. he does I'm, I'm a big fan he uh it's funny watching him grow into his role because his first two shows he didn't know what he was doing no yeah it was very obvious <laughs> he, was, he was very awkward very nervous whatever yeah and he realized 
you know, this isn't, I'm not Johnny Carson. I'm not, you know, whatever, this other person, that other person. I'm me. And he started making ideas. And these are brilliant ideas. Yeah. And he's so, he's already so genuine and everything. Right. So exactly. it makes total, like, somebody, I, I'm, it, obviously somebody just sat him down and was like, dude, just be you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because that's ha- that has to have been what happened because. I haven't seen anybody more genuine on a late night show. No, not at all. I mean, I've seen, I think he's great. So I still, I still love Craig Ferguson because he just he was funny off the cusp, you know, without any any wit. But um, Jimmy Fallon has a, a, a genuineness about him. But he's got these brilliant ideas that he's bringing to the show that actually work. Sure, yeah. Because uh, a lot of people have other things and they're kind of hokey and you know, whatever. Right. He, he has stuff that actually works, and so I'm I'm a very big fan of his now. And I also love how big of a of a geek he is. You know, yes. And, and yes. Subtly, but he's definitely a gamer, and uh, he was freaking out when um, <laughs> when Reggie opened up the little question mark box, right? And there was the Nintendo Switch, right? Yeah, I don't think he in was the expecting flesh. that. I don't think they told him. No, I, think I don't, they, I don't they, think they that, because he was pretty like right. he was pretty pumped about it, right? And um, so when they announced that they were going to be playing the Legend of Zelda, Love before that. that even happened, he was like, "Dude, don't tell me you got the Legend of Zelda." <laughs> Like, he was freaking out. So, the same way I had to hold on to the chair after you guys made the announcement about the baby to me on the <laughs> podcast live, he was holding on to the table after they told him he was about to play Legend of Zelda yeah, <laughs> you know, live. Yeah. And so, it was like, oh my God, hold on. I got yep. <laughs> to get my bearings. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, when they announced that, you know, and he and they started kind of demoing how the Switch works and how the game works, dude, that game looks so fucking beautiful. Yeah, it does. It so does. you're a big Zelda fan. What was the first thing that came to mind when you saw that? I um I love so they're supposed to go back to the original roots. Um, no pun intended with the band in Jimmy Fallon's mm. you know, show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to go back to the roots, the original roots of. And he geeked out. He called out Miyamoto. It's like you made this game because of blah blah blah. You know, he pointed it out. Like he's that big of a geek. Yeah, he he made it because. Okay, so I'm trying to regurgitate what Jimmy Fallon said. Yeah, he made it because Miyamoto grew up outside of Kyoto. Yeah, and, and would used to explore and do adventures. Explore, going to caves. Yeah, yeah, do adventures like in the in the forest and stuff outside right. of Kyoto when he was a kid and he wanted to replicate that experience for gamers right exactly I thought that was awesome and that's the thing is with the original Legend of Zelda it was non-linear you can go anywhere at any time you might not be able to be properly equipped to fight what was inside of a cave but you can go there and that's what they're trying to bring back to this game which is what I'm excited about is you can go anywhere at any time and they said it again in, in the uh, Jimmy Fallon interview anything you see over here you can go there and That's I'm true. excited for that. So you see the mountain with the little cloud over here, which is, you know, with all the Gorons and whatnot. But um, I know that I can walk in that direction. I will get to that mountain. If I go over here, I will get to this. You know, I'll go over there. Whatever I can see, I can get to, which is and awesome. I, I like how they're starting to get back to that model in general for some of these games. It used to be open world. And then they kind of steered away to more of a linear path. Like, right. I mean, really, Ocarina of Time was pretty linear. Very like, linear. Really, when, when you think about right. it, it, it had an open world sort of feel because, yeah, yeah, you can ride uh epona right is that how you say your yes. name and you you could ride the horse around but you were blocked off from doing anything until you completed something well, else like, before that so uh on a super nest chrono trigger secret eremore secret mana they were very linear on n64 ocarina time majora's mass a bunch of uh quest 64 were very linear um 
even into PlayStation, Final Fantasy VII, as big as that world that was, that was still linear. You still had to do things in a certain sequence in order for it to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for something to be, I can go anywhere at any time and do whatever I want. And if I'm not properly equipped, I won't win. But if I yeah. am equipped, uh, I, I should And you know, it's it, funny you know? that you said Final Fantasy VII because it got more and more linear as that series went on. Right. It, and it now, really focused. here we are with Final Fantasy uh, 15, 15. That, that just came out. Right. I don't know too much about it, for, but from what I understand, it's very much open world. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you they give you a car and you could drive around. <laughs> Is it an Audi? I think it's an Audi. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm I'm wanting to... I, I'm thinking about getting it at some point around Christmas, depending on what sort of gift cards I get. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I definitely want to try it. I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, but I love the fact that these games that were open world are returning back to that model. Right, right. Because, I mean, people want to explore. People want to adventure. This is a role-playing game. You should be able to develop your character. If it's linear, like, you know, Ocarina of Time, that's an adventure game. That's not a role-playing game. Yep. You know, so you're just playing they scratch sequence. different itches, right? Exactly. You know, so, uh, so I'm if, excited for that. Yeah, I, I would love to hear from the Geek Thirty audience on your all's thought uh, with this. Hit us up on social media or you know whatever at Geek Thirty on uh, the Twitters or email us Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, but our second story in the news was actually something I found on Facebook and I posted in the Geek Thirty Happy Hour community on Facebook. Right. Be sure to join that if you guys would like to join in on the conversation. We have a lot of really great posts that are going up um, every day. Uh, Alex so, is very quick to approve people too. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Both of us really. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I did one or two. Yeah. So when um I, I came across something I, I like finding a lot of different technological um you know different stories and stuff on social media but another thing that i like to couple it with is just positive news in general i think that that's something that is lacking in the news uh world yeah as a whole this is a really cool story it's about uh this this woman who's developed a technology to counteract the shaking that happens in diseases like parkinson's to allow people to draw or um, do other sort of tasks without shaking. So I don't remember the name of the person, the, the patient that was in this video, but she was a graphic designer. Like her whole life was around drawing, you know, digitally or you know, physically or, or whatnot. Um, and then she got Parkinson's yeah. and the shaking became so much that she couldn't write her name. They, uh, they did a couple of tests and they, they applied this device to her and she drew a straight line. And I swear to you, I can't draw a straight line without Parkinson's. <laughs> you know? Maybe yeah. I need this device and whatnot. But um, she drew a straight line, and I, I about lost all my tears. <laughs> it was like, you know, your eyes are getting warm. It was beautiful, and, dude. No, it was awesome. I mean, the, like, sh- you could see it in her eyes. Like, you know, she started crying. Like, right. It, it was... She called her mom and said, I just signed my name. And her mom yeah. was crying on the phone. The the freedom that she must have experienced, exactly, dude. exactly, mind blowing. So explain to people at home. I guess we'll we'll sh- try to share the video. Um, mm-hmm. but explain what the device looked like. I you know what I don't even remember what the device. It was looked like, like I think it was like a little wristband. Wasn't it? Was it a wristband or was it something that attached to your hip or? It, 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 I think it was a wristband. Sorry, it's that, been like a week since I've seen this video. No, no it's good. It, the it was like a wristband and basically it um. It read the tremor, and then it basically counteracted what was happening on her hand so that it would end up being just straight. So, okay, the first thing that comes to mind when you describe it like that is uh, noise cancellation like headphones. Um, So... 
That's what, yeah, that's a very interesting yeah, way of doing um, it. Yeah. It's it's it, similar concept. Oh, he just got the video. Um, similar concept, different application, obviously. So in noise cancellation headphones, uh, there's a microphone on the outside of both ears, and you've got a battery pack, which with a new um, iPhone 7, uh, now that you have headphones plugged in through lightning port, you don't need battery pack anymore. It can, it can actually draw power from your iPhone 7. It is a wristband. Yeah, awesome. it's a wristband, and there's an application on her mobile device right. that, that goes so it looks along like a fit with fit. it. And look at that, dude. She's writing her name. It's crazy. So what happens is... Um, the outside noises that come in, the microphone senses it, it processes it, and it sends a sign signal in the opposite direction, which cancels out that noise. And this is exactly what's happening over here, in which it senses what's going on, and it sends a signal in the opposite direction to cancel out the noise, and all of a sudden, she has a steady hand now. It's mind-blowing. It is. It's mind-blowing. So, um, so what this is doing is uh, that it's creating a short circuit, uh, no, loop, loop. Let me let me just see if I can actually pull this up. What this is doing is that it is uh, short circuiting whatever feedback loop uh, between the brain and the hand that's causing the tremors. That dude, that's. I mean, could this be like the beginning stages of us curing, or maybe not not curing this disease, but handling it in a way that doesn't involve like drugs like, and other things? Yeah, I feel like in many cases, uh, people try to attack the entirety of a disease like cancer you know cancer has a million different ways of it could develop and form and whatnot so you can't fight every single version of cancer but you can definitely treat the symptoms of it you know which can make you uh, live longer uh with this one parkinson's you know she can't shake a hand yeah. <laughs> she can't high five she can't do this she can't do that there's a lot of limitations here and now this wristband is allowing her to live a normal life and that in it of itself um allows her to have like a longer more healthier life she can draw again she can write again you know she could do normal things she's not um she's not limited god it's so cool and i'm watching the video right so now you know they might like, never be able to you know solve parkinson's but they can but they but they can um, the little parts of it that are you know that are uh, life-changing you know yeah that are you know the true inconveniences that it right creates. exactly inconvenience isn't the right word no but you, you know what i'm trying exactly the, the things the crippling parts of the disease absolutely that, that really affect you and like just watching her tears man that's so that's so genuine and it's beautiful that somebody has i'm not saying i way. cried but you know i'm not saying i didn't cry. yeah i mean jojo's crying right now yeah just minor details jojo we're pregnant you're gonna cry again <laughs> no don't do that <laughs> don't do that i'm gonna actually cry so. <laughs> all right well we're gonna keep jojo from crying by talking about the next news item um video game awards happened recently and dude blizzard cleaned up like overwatch is killing it Wait, uh, they, they don't just make World of Warcraft? No, they make like a lot of things. Diablo and Starcraft <laughs> and Heroes of the Storm so, and Hearthstone and, and Overwatch. Is, a lot of people are going to be pissed at me. And Javi, I think, is, in particular, is going to be pissed at me. Uh, well, Javi plays Diablo 3 on consoles. I think it's different. Um, I played Diablo 3 with the expansion on PC, and it's too clicky. You just Yeah, it's very clicky. clicky. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, it's whatever. You, know? you can play with one hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> you can. Know, like, yeah, see my run. You really can. This is a $6 game, yeah. you know, not a free game. Um, but StarCraft 2 has been phenomenal with both expansions. WarCraft has been phenomenal with all, what, five or six expansions. Yeah. Um, Overwatch, I haven't played it, but I've seen it, and I've seen oh, a lot of the so videos, good. and it's been pheno phenomenal. Hearthstone has been well executed. Heroes of the Storm has been uh, well executed. And I mean, it shows they Blizzard has, has that reputation where they're not going to release the game until it's ready to be released. So yep. they will give you your delays. It's like, sorry, Diablo 4 is not going to come out for another two years, but also it's going to be the perfect game when it does come out. 
Yeah. And uh, it shows because Overwatch won Game of the Year. It also won the best studio game direction but from Blizzard. Blizzard from won Bl- best yeah, studio. Yeah, 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 and and that's that's a fair uh, assessment. But it's also, I mean, uh, it, it's really across all their franchises. Right. But because Overwatch has had such a huge focus and success for them, it's hard to not pinpoint that as being a very deciding factor right, for this. Exactly. Um, but let's go. Let's quickly go through um, each of the. Uh, the, the um, categories here. So game of the year was Overwatch. Runners up were Doom, Inside, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. The only thing that could have ever competed with uh, Overwatch. Opening a beer, by the way. Open a beer. All right. Only thing that could have competed with Overwatch is Uncharted 4. Hands down, the only thing that could have done that. I, um, I played the demo of Titanfall 2, and... As someone who played Titanfall, so I was one, one of those guys who played Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, and all the fun stuff, and I never prestige. Party fell on Alex's part, by the way. <laughs> I just spilled beer out of my mouth. <laughs> now, you usually try to keep it in. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to beer. <laughs> I don't know how to beer. Um, I love Titanfall 1. It was such a brilliant new version of a game. Be careful, it might pop. Uh, we're, waiting, we're watching anxiously as he... Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. I'm is. good at he it. He got it. He got it. Yeah. Um, it's all about how quickly you tilt it. Okay. I well, I was I was aggressive about it. You're so. Very aggressive tilter. <laughs> um. So Titanfall One was such a different game, such a new concept, and then they brought all those concepts into Battlefield and Call of Duty and blah blah blah, whatever. Titanfall Two, for everything that Titanfall One did, felt very flat. So, so you're not a fan of Titanfall 2? No, I am not, actually. Okay. And I love the first one. It's the first game I've ever actually prestiged or uh, regenerated on. Yeah, okay. I, I actually really liked the demo I played. Um, I didn't, actually. There was really? a reason why I, de- I didn't buy it. Huh. So, um, maybe... I, I, it's on my Christmas list. There you I'll go. put it that way. So, <laughs> maybe I'll get it and, and I'll let you know. Um, but uh, Best Studio Game Direction, Blizzard 1, of course, what we said. With a picture but, of Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, runners, runner up, uh, Dice, Id Software, Naughty Dog, and Respawn. Id for Doom, uh, Naughty Dog for Watch Dogs? Uh, no, no, no. That, that's for Uncharted. Oh, is Naughty Dog also Uncharted? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, dude, they, they're Uncharted. They're The Last of Us. Like, they're a very... Okay, very They cool. make really fucking good products. <laughs> if you see Naughty Dog, it's going to be a fucking good game. Okay, there you go. Um, well, I mean, not as good as Blizzard. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Dude, I, honest to God, I, and I'm a big Blizzard fanboy, but I've enjoyed time I've spent on Naughty Dog games uh-huh. more than I have on really any other game. Oh, wow. Uh, Uncharted, which is actually the winner of the next, uh, for best narrative, Uncharted 4 Thieves End 1. And uh, the runners-up were Firewatch, I don't even know what that is, Inside, which I think was a, uh, a indie. an indie yeah. game, Mafia 3, and Oxenfree. Didn't Bobby from uh, Tin Cannon play Mafia 3? Wasn't, wasn't yeah, that yeah, the game yeah. he was playing? Well, that... no, no, I think that was the... Um... Godfather, I'm sorry. Yeah, that Godfather. was like a, yeah. Uh, that was a, But uh, the fact that these are runners-up, that our actual competition against Uncharted 4 right. makes me really want to try these games. Right, exactly. Because Uncharted 4 is absolutely amazing. Best Art Direction, Inside, which is uh, an in- an indie game, for Outstanding By Creative. And- I've never heard of Play Dead before. Um, 
I have. I've yeah. heard of them somewhere, and I don't remember what maybe other games were, but uh, it, it shows this little picture of like a little robot with like a little flashlight on his head. Okay. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in artist, uh, artistic design and animation, the runners-up were uh, Abzu. Which came out on Xbox One, I believe. Okay. Firewatch, Overwatch, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. You look at all the nominations for like Overwatch and Uncharted 4. Though. Right, exactly. It's mind-blowing. Best music sound design goes to Doom. Nice. And I'm happy about I that. I actually never played the new Doom game. I haven't played the new one either. I need it looks to. so good. Yeah, I and I just to. I just haven't picked. Uh, dude, I should just buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> right. But not before we pay for our kid, Deanna. I'm prioritizing our child over video games. I think. I think I'm going to do that. Just, just don't tell her. You yell something that's you know. Our kid is more important than video games, probably. <laughs> Mostly. Probably. <laughs> I mean, um, you guys got the new room. I'll, I'll help you with the new room, but also you're buying this game. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, I'll just put a, I'll just put a TV in the kid's room so that he could, you know. So you're watching the kid. You know, you, you rock it with uh, your foot. Yeah. Him and, or her. I, like, I said him. No, instinctively, yeah, him but him or her. Or her. We're actually, yeah. and, and fun fact for the for the audience at home, we're finding out the, the gender of the baby tomorrow. Of recording today. It'll oh, be, yeah, this well, will be posted on Tuesday, so when you're listening to this on Tuesday, they will have found out yesterday. Yep, Monday. And um, actually, keep an eye out. When we do that, um, we're going to record the... It, there's going to be the fourth episode of the little mini-series for... Um, you know, I explained that, that I'm doing like a little project for... Uh, like our experience through this pregnancy, not me and Jojo's experience through this pregnancy, but me and Deanna's. You, you already know that I can't handle experience. Yeah, so yeah. Jo- I was jo- not a good. Con- you know, I wasn't even like a first thought because he's like, no, he cries at everything. He cries well, at like dust. So. I, I finished. <laughs> yeah. um, I finished editing the the third episode that I had recorded a bit ago, and uh, I remember I told a story about how he told you. Yeah, and it was pretty awesome. <laughs> so the fourth episode, and I'm actually gonna have Deanna on that. We're gonna talk nice. through. Um, you know, they're little seven to ten minutes episodes yeah, yeah. J- just a chronicling of our yeah. like of our experience here that's awesome and so we'll be posting that uh more info to come you'll see it on the geek 30 really any uh i'm not gonna find out Facebook for another two weeks uh just because that's how alex is yeah but i will be crying tomorrow i don't know why no but <laughs> you know at some point at 2 p.m in the afternoon i'll be like i was <laughs> <laughs> gonna call me up like are you crying I was like yeah we're still not gonna tell you i, I felt it in my soul judge i knew you were crying um so uh so back to the the video game awards uh, good music for dooms i, I need good to music check that for out Doom, man uh runners up battlefield one inside res infinite and thumper thumper is my favorite bambi character yeah i will say isn't guardian of the galaxy is part of the music soundtrack you know yeah right <laughs> best performance goes to nolan north as nathan drake for uncharted for a thief's end very well deserved there was a lot of runner-ups look at that yeah so you have Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay in Mafia 3, uh, Sissy Jones as Delilah in Firewatch, Emily Rose as, uh, let's see, Elena in Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. That's also a very good call. Rich Sommer as Henry in Firewatch, Troy Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Just look at all the Uncharted 4 So stuff. there's three characters. There's three that characters. That was nominated for this one. And all three of them are absolutely brilliant. And the way that they were able to capture the facial emotions yeah. made it so believable. It, it really, like, we're, we're at such a place with um, the capabilities in these graphics that it, it's mind-blowing right, right, how right. real it is. 
Anyway, so uh, which is so, why I need to buy an Xbox One S so I can get the 4K content. Yeah, and, and uh, well, I won't. I won't say you have to buy a PlayStation Four just to play Nathan Drake's <laughs> games. But anyway, uh, games for impact award it goes to that Dragon Cancer by uh, Numinous Games. This looks like an indie developer. I love games like this. Right, right, right. It looks kind of cartoony. Uh, very little facial expression on these characters in this picture, but I love it's more content driven that. than it yeah. is, you know. So, so the description says for a thought provoking game with a profound pro social meaning or message. I love that sort of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, one of my favorites is um, is Gone Home, mm-hmm. which is about. Actually, we talked about this on our very first episode ever. Yes, Gone Home is about a, a, you're you play this girl who's a uh, she's coming home from a very long trip in Europe to her uh, family's huge mansion, which they just inherited from their uh, from their dead uncle. It's kind of spooky, but it, the whole thing is narrated from your sister's point of view who has left notes around the house. Right. And it's all read from the, the, the voice actress who does the voice of your sister. And there's a lot around, um, LGBTQ sort of situations. And it's really fascinating. It takes about an hour and a half to two hours to play. It's like 15, 20 bucks on steam or some right. totally worth it. What an experience. I love these sort of sort of story driven games that um have a really cool meaning behind them okay i love that um so best independent game goes to inside again it's our little robot friend with the flashlight on his i'm on gonna his face. check that out actually uh, yeah i'm i'm really interested in checking this out uh the runners up firewatch hyper light drifter stardew valley which is pretty cool um and the witness actually the cool thing about stardew Do valley is that it is it was created by one person really one person did wow. the entire game. Wow. Just Google Stardew Valley and check okay. it out, folks. Best mobile handheld game goes to Pokemon Go. No surprise there. So I, I, I kind of questioned this earlier when we were talking before we started recording. It had a really big impact in the mobile environment, but it died really quickly as well. It did, but I think the impact outweighs where it's at now. That makes sense. You know what I mean? It had millions, if not billions, of downloads initially, and then it just waned off within a month. Yeah. And there's still people playing it, though. Oh, yeah. And uh, Clash Royale, which is actually a lot of fun. Fire Emblem Fates, Monster Hunter, Generations, and Severed were all runners-up. Uh, best VR game goes to Res Infinite. I haven't played that one. But have you, you have heard played of that? a couple of them, right? Yes. Yeah, so, like, looking here... Well, actually, no, I haven't played any of these. Okay. But I've heard... Okay, so, well, the runners-up are Batman Arkham VR, which I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Um Eve Valkyrie, which I've heard of, Job Simulator, which I've heard of, and I've actually seen some. Some I, I have no desire to play Job Dude, Simulator. Jobs, no, no, but it's it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't want it is hilarious. I already spent sixty hours this week at my job. I don't want to play spend it, more time at work. It, it's so satirical in everything it does. I actually, um, I I bought it for my parents because they got a PlayStation VR, and the uh, it there's this like little robot dude who's like guiding you through how to do your job and it's so silly and so stupid definitely worth checking out it's got a lot of awards actually i haven't done anything modern day vr because i haven't done anything since a the aladdin thing in a disney arcade before they disney took that quest. down disney quest was it disney quest <laughs> disney quest yeah. okay is it still uh, i was I, I swear to god when you started saying <laughs> when you started your sentence with i haven't done vr since i was hoping to god you would do the magic carpet <laughs> aladdin thing from disney 
Okay. We and we we had we were on the same wavelength when I talked that about Beauty and really Beast earlier. Weird. We did yeah, Beauty oh, yeah. and Beast earlier. Uh, what did I say again? <laughs> a beer, you are a guest or beer. Oh yeah, guest. yeah. I was talking to JoJo about like how I was going to pour him a beer first because he was my guest, and then we both started seeing beer guests <laughs> Be- from Beauty and Beast. Guest, yeah. So it was it's it's been a Disney theme night, oh, but I've done that and I'm so I did proud of uh, when we still had a incredible universe over here with all the crazy stuff that was going on. They had a couple of VR things that would do. It was like very early versions of VR stuff, right? It was tron graphics it wasn't very good yeah it wasn't good um i haven't anything modern day i haven't anything with the oculus or the uh the P- uh, playstation vr or what is the uh the vibe from uh, oh yeah HTC. the vibe yeah, yeah. I, HTC haven't, vibe. I haven't uh done anything with any of those yet i feel well, like i gotta take you over to my parents house to try the, I'm, the I'm vr i'm scared because you know me you know that you take that first step, and all of a sudden, I have eight hundred dollars worth of debt. <laughs> you know? like, what is all this bushy? Where'd all my money go? Yeah, exactly. But I have a lot of VR equipment, <laughs> right. so I guess I'm just gonna like draw my stars away in video because game time. And I was I was almost part of that Kickstarter of that little thing that you you stay in place and you run in place. Oh, and you so can, cool! You know, and all the fun. I almost bought one of those. Really? And I don't even have a VR set. <laughs> you know, so I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I feel it's like dangerous. It's, you play it the first time. That's that's a that's a gateway drug. I'll just take you over to my parents' house. Mama Albisu won't care. She'll love it. She'll be like, actually, she's been wondering when JoJo's going to come over to play VR. I'm not it, even kidding. So, she asked me the other day. She's like, when is JoJo coming over? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they have Snapchat. They probably have Snapchat. Oh yeah, they do. They do. Um, I think my mom does, but she never uses it. I did see Katie. And they were in New York, and your uh-huh. dad just got Snapchat glasses. Yes, he did. He called me today I and was telling so me about jealous. them. I have no idea what those are. You don't? No, but oh my god! And you don't want to know something? Neither did he, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, they're so they have the Snapchat store. And then he was like, there, there was no line. I, he had, I wish he I had just, heard like, something about them, yeah. and he was like, I don't even know how they work, but I spent $120 on them. I and had, a, had half a mind to go to Katie. It's like, can I square cash you money right now? <laughs> you know? Dude, once my dad's done with it, I'm sure he'll let you like go to town with it. Well, they're, they're, they're literally, they're glasses with cameras on them. Really? And instead of doing 10-second photo, you can do 30-second videos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you can just... But hands-free. They're oh, means awesome. your phone. So it's like Bluetooth then ish yes okay yeah all right cool i don't know i haven't used them so i don't yeah but there's a setting inside your snapchat oh i love it well um let's quickly go through the rest of this mm-hmm. uh this list here we have best action game goes to doom which is more exciting uh, i definitely again need to try which, this again on a small screen because i tried it on a 120 inch screen and i got motion sickness yeah let's try it on a more reasonable size <laughs> like screen. you know 55 60 yeah. inch maybe you know uh runners up battlefield one gears of war four overwatch and titanfall two uh best action game it, well best action slash adventure. adventure game goes to dishonored two um that's another one that oh yeah dishonor one was great it was really cool i never played Dishonored one but i've heard good things about both of them you could get it real cheap i definitely recommend okay. it runners up were hitman hyper light Dr- uh drifter ratchet and clank uncharted four a thief's end did ratchet and clank come out with a new game yeah really yes how did i miss that um it's been out i think for at least this year you know what i don't think it's been out for too long though for this year because this this is 2016 new ratchet and clint oh no you know what it's coming out in 2017 the new one is it not gonna get a word this year no no no. uh ps4 uh initial release date april 12th 2016 so it's a new one this year yeah and q2 yeah but i think they're coming out with another one okay 
Well, because obviously the first one was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. I just... No, here it is. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I thought I exited out of the thing. All right. So the best role-playing game, this is no surprise. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Blood and Wine. Again, heard great things about this. I, you want to know something? This was one of those games where I absolutely loved it. I returned it to GameStop, though, because I like couldn't... I, I, I couldn't do the game justice by spending enough time in the game. <laughs> It really, Jojo, it requires an investment of your time. Like Skyrim. Like Skyrim, like Fallout 4. This game's no fucking joke. And Fallout 4 won for me. So I had to to do that. Um, So runners up were Dark Souls 3, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, World of Warcraft, Legion, and Xenoblade Chronicles X. I I will agree with Legion. Legion has been... A breath of fresh air, I think. Oh, totally for the, for the, the Warcraft, yeah, franchise. the brand exactly. And you know, best fighting game, I don't think had too much of a of a that competition. Really count. There. And I think they're probably bringing it out to Xbox One, Street Fighter Five. Um, Street Fighter Five actually went to Microsoft's like, hey, give us money so we can make a game. Microsoft's like, why would we give you money to make a fighting game when we have our own already? Um, Stupid. Stupid. This was one of those things that Stupid. were I love, and they, and they beat I, Killer Instinct. Yeah, I, well, they did beat, and I, and I get that, but but they didn't make that many sales. It wasn't that big of a competition, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so they're finally bringing it out to Xbox One later on. It's been like a year already. Um, I don't think it should have been platform limited like it was no, to PlayStation with the fighting game. I agree. Um, Killer Instinct, I get because it's an in-house game. Uh, PlayStation would make an in-house game. I just one don't. Thing, but. I'm not a big fan of Killer Instinct. It's, I, it's too. It's too reliant on right. like the button synchronization. Like it's. It's more like okay. I don't even need to look at the screen. All I got to do is just make sure I hit all these buttons in the in right sequence. order. Yeah, you got to know the pattern. And that's it. Uh, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter in general, mm-hmm. is all about like let me hit. Let, let, it's reactionary and it's proactive. Well, see, all I love at the three same time. and I love four. I love two, obviously. I never played five because it was on PlayStation. Yeah, I, obviously. I haven't played it either. Um, I, I I love that reactionary portion of it, uh, but I also love Mortal Kombat. I love a bunch of other things. Killer Instinct was fantastic. My thing was Marvel vs. Capcom three. They've just made a, an announcement about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which okay. is I guess their fourth installment of it. And they're yeah. going back to the roots, where it's two versus two. Oh, versus, oh right, 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 right. Yeah, we three. talked about this on the last episode. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom three was like seizure inducing. Yeah. And even if you had skill, like I, I played Street Fighter for you know thirty odd years now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I played it forever. Um, I couldn't do combos in Marvel vs. Capcom Three on purpose. I started mashing buttons, and then things just magically happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that kind of pisses me off. I don't want to mash buttons. I want to know what I'm doing. I know. You know? Agreed. Agreed. One hundred percent. So and and it went up against uncontrolled. titles like uh, Killer Instinct Three, Season Three, uh, Season Three. I'm yeah. sorry, King of Fighters. Uh, what is that? Fourteen. Um, and Pokemon Tournament. Pokemon Tournament, I haven't actually played, but that's the Pokemon fighting game. Yeah. It looks kind of cool. Okay. Um, but the, uh, speaking of Pokemon, the best family game was Pokemon Go. I thought that was really interesting. Well, I mean, that makes sense. You take your kids out to the park now, and you guys are walking around yeah, together. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That's a really good point. It's a yeah. social game. And best strategy game, huge uh, favorite of mine, Civilization Six. 
Oh my God! What a great game. Are, are you still playing a narcissist, uh, Gandhi? No, you just yeah. played regular Gandhi. Yeah, well, you didn't play him narcissist. I like to like declare war on people as Gandhi okay. because he's <laughs> so funny. cute. Yeah, he's like adorable, dude. He's adorable. Okay, we're going to war now. Yeah, it's so great. The runners up are Fire Emblem Fates, which is, the Fire Emblem series is fantastic. The Banner Saga Two, um, never played that. Total War Warhammer, haven't played that. But XCOM Two, I'm currently playing that. Really? I bought it half off. Uh, for the Steam sale. Nice. What a fucking good game. That's that was a very a close Jason, second. Uh, yeah. Recommend XCOM yeah. 1. Great. Uh, thank you again, Jason, for yeah. um, b- letting me become addicted to uh, a new series. <laughs> for being an enabler. <laughs> yeah, being an enabler. What a great game. Very close second, in my opinion, to Civilization 6. Wow. Now, the best sports racing game, nobody cares. I'm just kidding. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 uh, won that one. Runners up FIFA 17, and then MLB The Show 16. NBA 2K17, Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. There's two soccer games in there. Yeah, well, FIFA's the only one that really matters, to be honest. <laughs> the best multiplayer game goes to... Overwatch. Dun, dun, surprise! Dun. No, surprise no, and there. it's and it's totally deserving. What a great multiplayer experience! Probably the best multiplayer experience I've ever had in my life. Honest to God. And so the, I've, I've played. Uh, well, I haven't played. I have not played this. I've seen a lot of the videos, and I see a lot of the fun little tidbits they have with the different characters. Apparently, characters have certain. Uh, I don't know quirks. Yeah, they have quirks. <laughs> they have abilities. They have right. different. They they all represent different parts of the world. It's really right. neat. And the, the runners-up were Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked. I don't know what that is. Rainbow <laughs> Six Siege, um, which you played a little bit of, right? I played a little bit. It wasn't bad. It was fun, actually. Yeah, it, it looked really interesting. Yeah. And Titanfall 2. It was it was different. It wasn't just running gun. You actually have to strategize with your group. Well, and, and let's just quickly, very quickly, go through fans' choice. For best esports player, some uh, some guy named Cold Zera. Marcelo David. Yeah, Marcelo David. And then the best esports team, no surprise here, Cloud9. Best esports game goes to Overwatch. There it is. And trending gamer goes to Boogie2988, a (laughs) big favorite of mine. Yeah, he's funny. He does, uh, like, uh, this, was it Clarence? What's it? Tarrant? one of those he does he does some uh character Mm -hmm. that is like a real stupid gamer and he talks like this anyway it's really really funny he reminds me of like the lightsaber oh yeah yeah (laughs) that's him oh it's him him. that is him (laughs) that is him that's why i like him so much that's probably why i like him so much okay okay and then uh best fan creation ender all the shards of order uh most anticipated game goes to what we talked about before the legend of zelda breath of the wild I am so excited for this. Runners up, and this is uh, this is worth mentioning. Runners up, God of War. They're bringing God of, God of War again, they, dude, and it looks fucking awesome. Really, he, Kratos is like this old dude with a beard, and he has a son, <laughs> nice. and he's like a kid. He's like a little teenager. Like, and, and I know that's a PlayStation exclusive, uh, yeah. but I know I've heard so many good things about God of yeah, War. Yeah, God of War is great. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is another one. Mass Effect Andromeda is a personal favorite of mine. Jeff Blau, who was on the show, um, actually just went through parts one and two because they had the backwards compatibility now with xbox one. Oh yeah so you just played yes, one and yes, two yes. on xbox one they're the 360 I'm, versions dude, i'm so it's going through three right now i'm so tempted to do that because like that, that i haven't game, played them oh my dude you you know you my commitment to. issues no i know I but you want to crashers <laughs> no you want to know something though yeah. you you would gladly commit to playing this game really you would not stop okay it, it's That's so scary good in the right way all right and then the last one which is actually my personal favorite red dead redemption 2 recently announced 
The, was it actually announced? It was just teased. Yes. No, well, it's teased, <laughs> but but it's also, I mean, it's an official announcement that right. it's coming out. Because they had a the great first game. picture, which had really tiny characters on it with a sun yep. in the background. Yep. And that second picture, which had... That's a- all they needed. <laughs> JoJo, that's all they needed. That's all they needed. And then, like... The second picture was the same picture, but they were closer to the screen. Oh, my God. They didn't really do anything with it. You know, it's that's exciting. It's so good. Oh, so, really, actually, I mean, really uh, well-deserving mm-hmm. for... Uh, for these video game awards, I'm actually really happy with it, and we're gonna have the whole list uh, for you to review through our show notes. Um, oh. How are you feeling right now? What do you mean? Just in general, how are you feeling right now? Fine, I uh, am buzzed. Oh, are you buzzed? <laughs> I am buzzed. Really? Jo- well, this beer is crushed that beer. <laughs> Jojo, drink you're, you're keeping ish, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. But you had no three ish before. I and? did. I actually did. <laughs> so well, four if you count this lot. I- I'm feeling fine though. Dude, my I tolerance like, is really stupid. Apparently, my face just got warm. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. This is a Guinness product. Well, and this is really you guys easy heard to drink. it. So Guinness Antwerpen, Antwerpen yeah. stuff. I just I, I wanted to make sure I, I pointed that out. It, it might hit me like a ton of bricks in about 20 minutes. It might. So let's see what happens after we record this. I want to give an hour before. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. Okay. That's fair, man. You take all the time you need. We'll play some Overwatch or some. There we go. But in the meantime, uh, we actually had some really great commentary from last week's question of the week um, in in the live show that we had. Yeah. So um, let's let's go over that and then also talk about what this week's question of the week is. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. All right, so last week's question, which we had an awesome response uh, during the live show. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had um, folks responding in the Discord chat room again. If you head to geek30.com, spell out the word 30, uh, you will be able to listen in live and, and uh, provide feedback. It was cool because we had multiple local people here, like Neil and Christian. We had yeah. local. Uh, we had people who were not local out in Texas and I think Florida. And yeah, whatnot, yeah. So it was so nice. We, yeah, absolutely. So the the question of the week, which um, JoJo's brother actually dun, dun, dun. Um, well, that, provided. That was his title. I don't know if it's actually JoJo's brother. No, that was that. That was your brother. <laughs> so what was the question of the week? The question was, uh, which game deserves a sequel? Well, which specifically, which franchise? Which franchise deserves yeah. sequel? Yes, and, and we had a lot of really great um, responses. And actually, because uh, we announced that we're providing Geek Thirty T-shirts, yes, um, shortly, he's going to get the very first one. That's not going to be before Jojo. I do, which before, is well, kind of crazy. Well, I, I work here. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get them before him. You and me will. <laughs> we're not supposed to talk to the audience, but but he'll get the first one. That's not Deanna, like no, <laughs> Deanna. You're not getting one before Jojo's brother. No, I love you though. And also the kid. I, and the, and your the the child that you're carrying, which is mine, right? But we're getting the Nintendo is Mini. Jojo's what? <laughs> That just took a turn. No wonder I was so emotional at that announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing there. But you're going to have that Nintendo Mini hooked up to a TV in the baby's room anyway. Oh, it's so. going to be great. Oh, yeah. So we had some really great uh, responses, and I just wanted to quickly recap a, a couple. Um, you know, Goldeneye. Uh, yes. Diddy mentioned that one. And uh, uh, I'm sure Justin was all over that. Oh, yeah. Justin was all <laughs> over it. Christian had mentioned Half-Life 3, which Brilliant. is like, yes. duh. That has um, to happen. Who hasn't played Castle Crashers, Journey, um, Stronghold, uh, Diddy Kong Racing? Yes, yes. You know that was so. 
Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing were both on N64 platform, <laughs> and they were two completely different yeah. entities altogether. Yeah. And uh, Mario Kart always gets a new uh, sequel, but it's not always on the same pl- uh, platform as you know GameCube, Wii, Wii U, etc. Uh-huh. Diddy Kong Racing had one iteration that was it, and I'm kind of sad about that because it was a really phenomenal I know, game. It was so good, so good. Ugh. All right, but we actually came up with a new um, question for this week, and we yes. would love for you guys to write in this time. Um, Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail.com what is your favorite multiplayer experience and this can be anywhere pc console uh dungeons and dragons board game you know yeah. anything yeah well since you've opened it up to board games hmm. <laughs> no because what you perceive with like uh what was that um monopoly not monopoly but i mean um oh my god what was settlers that? of Catan. well settlers of Catan is the one that everybody hates minion um, no, not Minion. Uh, uh, the uh, Elves game that with... Uh, oh, with... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's like, like... I, I see it in my head. I do too. Munchkin. Munchkin, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm job. so good at that game. <laughs> so you might be kind of biased is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man, Munchkin is a great game. Oh, Munchkin is so good. But was it your best multiplayer experience? No. You know what it is? Overwatch, really? It really is as a whole. As or... a whole, okay. It's it's really like World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. You know what? Honestly, I I, I think it, it, the most impactful multiplayer experience has been World of Warcraft over my entire uh, career career <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of being a gamer. But more recently, just Overwatch uh, being such a unique, really fun. Um, First person shooter experience, probably right. the best FPS experience I've ever had. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. how about you? So there's many. Um, we've talked about World of Warcraft before, in which uh, Sunken Temple before it was nerfed um, back in like vanilla. I think maybe Burning Legion. I was in a situation where I had to drop tranquility because somebody pulled something. We dropped onto a different floor. Yeah. It, it was it was it was a crazy experience. But I was also all like, I need a cigarette after this. You know, it was such a good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need like a breather yeah. and like a shot or something. Um, and there's been that kind of thing. There's been so many different things. My brother and I, when I go over to Texas, he will set up his Xbox One or his Xbox 360 and we'll play Street Fighter 3 or Street Fighter 2. We will sure. fight it out. You yeah. know, we, we, we always have that competitive edge. There was one experience that I have and it was with my friend Mike. He was the guy who got I me mean, into World of Warcraft, but it wasn't World of Warcraft. It was, uh, so Rogue Squadron was on N64. When you got Rogue Leader on GameCube, it had a two-player version of Rogue Squadron on GameCube. Oh, yeah, that GameCube. was really good. So the last level is you destroying the Death Star 2, the second Death Star. Um, and he was the Millennial Falcon. I was the X-Wing. And I, I would swear to you, we fought this thing 50 different times, and either I would fuck up or he would fuck up. Because you can't really fight the Millennial Falcon that well in that game, right? <laughs> And we finally beat the level, and every endorphin, every adrenaline, every little thing shot off my body, and I couldn't calm down for thirty minutes. <laughs> it's not like this, like light. And he yeah. was he was bouncing around too. Like it was it was insanity, you know. You know, um, the collaborative feel actually brings back memories of Rock Band. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and here's and here's what comes to mind. We did the endless set list. <laughs> I've never tried that. So uh, it was it was probably eight to nine of us. Okay, and we stayed up all night, like four or five in the morning. Right, and we got through the entire thing. Everybody oh, it was would an end. Yeah, no, there was like it was every single song. Oh wow! In the game, wow. 
so we did that yeah and um we had like guitar set at expert we had like drums set at hard everything else set at like medium or hard or right. something and we were stuck on uh, what's that purple not purple rain purple haze pr- uh, fucking a what was it uh, Jimi hendrix purple haze uh no it was one of these songs i don't remember deep purple, deep purple. yes okay. yes deep purple what's the song <laughs> wait is that the song deep purple no deep purple i'm looking I am horrible up on- with bad names so i can't really help you on this one uh rock band hold on hold on guys hold on at home <laughs> so close so close um, hold on wait wait rock band game let's try so all the results highway say star deep- highway star okay i wouldn't have guessed that ever oh man that's solo though <laughs> that's solo though so we stayed up all night doing that okay and it was a blast and we there was so much teamwork everybody was like okay okay you got it let's just let's be conservative with the power-ups and like only only launch your star power whenever you need it yeah it was like <laughs> it was, it was something effort. else and we were all very uh very committed to right. getting that thing finished so so ben Dinsley, ryan Rohr, and i which ryan Rohr has been on the show before talking about travels um we uh we would play Rock Band three for the longest time, and we haven't really gotten to Rock Band four because at the time there was kind of the transfer issue, which all, all the songs yeah. weren't available and blah blah blah. Um, Still sour about that. <laughs> it's a little bit, but you know, it's all that money I spent. <laughs> well, I mean, they're available now, but it's taken like a year, you yeah. know. And there's a there's an update to the game too. I think I paid. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should be there. Uh, I think I paid thirty bucks and I upgraded the game. That got new songs and a new mode and whatever. But um, even the Rock Band three version, I've. I went over to Ben's house, I would say, four or five times with Ryan. We would play as a trio. I'm on drums, he's on guitar, Ryan's on bass, or they would switch off, you know, guitar and bass and whatnot. Um, Alex Tinsley actually lives with Ben, and we got to a point where it was like, well, we're planning it around him not being there, because if he plays, he's not going to take it seriously, and we take it seriously, yeah. <laughs> you know? He was like, why don't you want to invite me? He's like, you're not take it seriously. You don't take that game seriously. He's like, we do. He's like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> we want- that's why we're not yeah, inviting we- you. <laughs> no, kind of- we're a fucking rock band right now. Right, exactly. We're the actual rock band. That's, that's what our mentality was. You know, a couple of drinks, a couple of uh, songs. Our power song was Power of Love, you know, he was in the news. <laughs> To a point where that's one of the songs that were played by the live band in Ryan's wedding. Yeah, true. Yes, yeah. yes. It, we, it I was, remember. It was specifically yeah. requested because that was one of the things we were just doing it, yeah. uh, you know, a lot. So it, it, it that has definitely had an impact on my on my existence as a whole. Yeah. But my biggest multiplayer thing was getting out of Death Star Two unscathed for the first time and running like an airplane around Mike's basement for the better part of half an hour. (laughs) Well, let us know, you guys at home, let us know what your favorite multiplayer experience has been in in a video game. Or a board game. Something involving other people playing games is preferable. And you can do it as a whole, or you can do one specific thing. Uh, Alex said as a whole. I didn't one specific. Um, so it's it's up to you. Yeah. It's not, uh, you don't have to, to be hear... on console or PC or whatever. Yeah, we would love to hear your point of view. Um, and with that, JoJo, where can people reach us? So geek30.com is the best place to get us it has links to everything available to us um or at geek30 which is our twitter handle which i actually said correctly for the first time (laughs) 443-424-3350 if you want to leave us a voicemail um or youtube and facebook just search geek30 happy hour and we will pop pop up yeah and and remember to check out geek30.com where we have all the goodness and remember to listen in live sundays at 8 p.m eastern uh, we'll have the Discord information there. You can join 
the the channel um, on the left hand side of Discord to listen in live 8 p.m. Eastern. This is um, season, so make sure you hit that Amazon link through our website. It helps yeah. us out, and it, you're going to order from them anyway. So. Yeah, geek30.com slash Amazon. Help out the show. So until next time, thank you so much for geeking out with us. See ya! Point it at you so I can actually look at you while I'm talking. I don't look away from you. Don't. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Lies. All of Mentiras. Yeah, I think this is a good distance from the mic yeah. right here okay you ready i'm in danger this is really good i could drink this as easily as a guinness i know it's it <laughs> drinks really light that's what's scary it's very drinkable all right oh, content content okay, sorry coming up on today's show domari gato mr miyamoto wait technology can do that blizzard won all of the things and bite the pillow i'm going in dry <laughs> your emails and more on episode 51 of the geek 30 happy hour <laughs> you fucker. You had a smoker's laugh. <laughs> like, you know, you start drinking, you feel good, whatever. You don't feel it. I, phys- I mean, like, I feel good. I don't feel yeah. buzzed yet, though. I physically feel it. Like, I, Do you I, really? I, I physically feel warmer, you know, and it's just right. like, I, I know... It's present. Oh, man, 150 degrees right here. Like, I feel an aura as I get close. I swear to God, actually. That's weird. I told you about Sarah, right? No, what? So, she had um, she had fibro. So, oh, right. Like, her joints would swell if it's too hot. She'd get really painful if it's too cold, whatever. We would fight over the temperature. And I, I the one thing, like, she wasn't, you know, paying rent, whatever, but yeah. the one thing I wanted, you know, that, that, that I, I was not flexible on was the temperature. I needed to sleep at 65 degrees. It's recording, by the way. Oh, by the way. <laughs> just, just letting you know. I won't put this on the show. Oh, well, I might. Who knows? It, depending on how good it is, right? Uh, we have, the intro was funny, so. Um, and at one point, you know, we fought and we fought and it was like two weeks later and finally I was like, fine, do whatever you want with the temperature. I don't care. And uh, she put it up to 69 degrees, and she went into bed. About 20 to 30 minutes later, she got back up, and she put it back down again. It's like, God damn, you radiate too much goddamn heat. So it got too warm, and then I got too warm, and yeah. then she got too hot in bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So she started sweating. It's like, I I, I, told, I told you. you. you know? <laughs> I told you what to expect here. I, I'm, just, I'm not, like, lying to you. This is, <laughs> this is a thing. You know? So I, 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 just, I radiate heat. I'm sorry. <coughs> oh.